tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed, and a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to Tinfoil Hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Welcome, Tinfoil Hat. You know who I am. You know I'm here to do. I'm here to rock, okay? And joining me, as always, is my partner in crime, one of my favorite people on the planet. My argument on why Mexicans are people, too. My good friend and yours, XG, Xavier Guerrero. People? You're people. Well, they think we're aliens, some people. Yeah, some people think you're aliens. Some people right. think cool. you're not even real. That Mexicans are AI. AI. Yeah, that's some deep shit, but that's like triple <laughs> that's black belt level to get into that. So you guys are all just holograms. How come Mexicans are getting smaller? That's my question. You guys are literally the only ones getting smaller. Yeah, white people get bigger, black people get bigger. Yeah, Mexicans Asians get smaller. Like, Asians aren't getting that much bigger. Asians, either. yeah, are in there for sure. Asians, yeah, like, but they, yeah, Asians for sure. For yeah. sure. But Mexicans, for for sure, sure. Oh, yeah, bro. I'm, I'm rare. Yeah, every you time, are. Every time they see me, they're like, what? You're like a giant Asian. I mean, giant Mexican. That that will make the highlight reel, too, of me messing up. <laughs> guys, thank you for your support. Uh, guys, go to the YouTube channel. Check it out. I just put up a conspiracy now with the We Three Trolls. And, dude, it's at 20,000. People are enjoying the conspiracies now. It's the world's worst uh, public access show. We just go hard in the paint at the Comedy Store. You can come watch it live. Most of the time, we're doing it Thursday, 2 to 4. Every Thursday at the Comedy Store. Uh, guys, dates are coming up. This is big New York City week. It is Tim Fall Hat Comedy Night at the Gramercy in New York City. That's right. Find the go Google Gramercy or you can go to uh, you can go to samtribly.com and the links are all there. Go samtribly.com. Look for it. The Gramercy. It's going to be great. We got killer t-shirts coming. Did you find the flyer? Yeah. There it I'm is. Can we show it? Look at that. That's a t-shirt that's going to be available. And then after that is, I believe we're going to West Jordan, Utah. That's right. West Jordan, Utah. It's Tim Fall Hat, Comedy Night, myself, XG, Eddie Bravo. We're going Mormon country. Mormon country. Now, everyone's told me that uh, Book of Mormon is offensive. I'm not really into going somewhere and disrespecting people. Not my thing. So I've decided the t-shirt for that will be the Unabomber was right. That's cool. It's going to be a right. cool ass. Right. Oh, dude. He, he nailed it. Nailed it. You can hear you can hear Aaron getting pissed over there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We celebrate Barack Obama. He's a murderer, too. He illegally assassinated Muammar Gaddafi, and there's open air slave trade. But get that you you celebrate you celebrate St. Patty's Day, dude. What do you think St. Patty's Day? Is? When St. Patrick went and got rid of snakes, Ireland has no snakes. Snakes, they have no snakes. It's too cold. What's that? Snakes? I the serpent. I don't celebrate 
a St. Patrick's Day. You, of course I'm you do, not dude. not Irish and I don't You get drink. green, you get shit-faced, I you don't make drink. love to your woman. We know that. How do I know that? Because I've watched through your window, okay? And then, <laughs> and then Oct- October 22nd is the big main room show. Myself, XG, Eddie Bravo, and Tim Dillon live in the main room. Now, if tickets move quickly, I might add a second show with a bunch of other all-stars from the conspiracy world but that's it it's called once upon a time in the main room okay it almost looks like you're wearing a cardinal's hat there uh nope Sam. nope nope i'm not even going to tell you the symbolism there because i don't know why he gave me a red hat but i'm just gonna go oh he doesn't want black on black it wouldn't it wouldn't mix with the uh lizard person hood you wouldn't know where one would start one would end okay <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> all right shut up go cards Okay, go cars. And then, uh, what else? Oh, Vegas, we're coming. That's right. I, I decided the name of this show is called Fear and Adrenochroming in Vegas, okay? <laughs> Fear and Adrenochroming. That is the new shirt that will be available. We are at bar, uh, the Vegas Backstage Bar and Billiards on Fremont Street. We're going back to Big Daddy Carlos's place. Eddie Bravo, myself, XG, and who, who else? Uh, I think Trez Mala is going to be joining us uh, live. He's got a great podcast called Think Stopper. Uh, he'll be joining us live on stage. So. And that's November 15th. That you is November 15th. November 15th. What did I say? You didn't give a date. I didn't give a date because I didn't <laughs> want to give a date. Guys, if you're watching this on YouTube, hit the subscribe button. Uh, they are throttling us. They are shadow banning us. They are doing a. I did Alex Jones, and I got, what, 400 subscribers? Get out of here. Get out of here, okay? You can try to stop. I honestly think our numbers are so far big. I mean, if you look at the amount of subscribers have versus the amount of people watch, it's like 66, 67,000 subscribers, and you're up to like 50,000 uh, views on your YouTubes. I mean, like, dude, those numbers are unheard of, okay? It's not real, but if you do it, hit the subscribe button, hit the bell so they remind you so you can find out how I'm getting shadow buying. Oh, by the way... They went after us on uh, Instagram. Oh yeah, they told us they were going to delete us for forever. Yeah, but you, I want you to, uh, I want you to fight that one picture. By the way, we had a picture of a white chick in like ass crack pants with two, two. Uh, I'm going to say black kids because that's the way I. I was going to say African American. I'm like, why am I saying that? It was a white mom with two black kids, and that was it. Yeah. And they're like flagged it. I'm like, dude, I see, dude, dude. There are there are Instagram models who t- basically take pictures of their buttholes, and they get likes and likes. They and get likes. million likes. Everyone, they get have Patreons. They get money. Yeah, they got fans. They're getting straight cash. By the way, there's nothing you you white women hate white privilege. You have pussy privilege. Okay, <laughs> you take a picture of your butthole and get a million likes on Instagram. Right? Yeah. And then you could sell, like, whey protein. <laughs> By the way, how come nobody's selling whey protein on the Instagram again? On Instagram anymore. <laughs> that was a big scam. That was a, probably a front for prostitution. Uh, t-shirts, dude. T-shirts are rocking. T-shirts. Get them all. We got, uh, uni- we got the tinfoil hat uh, unicorn. We got steal your tinfoil hat. And we have the tinfoil hat Texas Comedy massacre t-shirts all are available and the shirts are nice quality too. 20 bucks. 20 bucks. It's a deal. Patreon's on fire. Go to patreon.com. Check out Tim Foil Hat. 
And I'm telling you, I'm putting up two, three hours of content there. I'm going to start doing that thing where you could just do like it's there for 24 hours where I can just live stream for 24 hours. Some of you guys don't like that I live stream when I drive. I look at the road and I drive. It's this new thing. Stop telling me because it's hands. You can't have your hands on the phone. Stop threatening to call the cops, you assholes. Oh, dude, that and the fucking uh, scratching your scab on the... Yeah. Oh, dude, they were drilling you this week. (laughs) Uh, but I know you do it out of love, guys. I know. You- By the way, if you ask me again if I'm coming here when I've done it in the announcements, you let me know you don't listen to the announcements. And jumping the announcements is just disrespectful. There's a game we play called I Give You a Ton of Content for Free, and you listen to my these things. You listen to them, okay? What else we got to do today? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Today's show. Oh, people are going to go nuts on this. Today's show is brought to you by our good friends at Blue Chew. Yes. Do you like boners? Do you like America? Do you like American boners? Sometimes when I know I'm going to a dangerous section of town, I take a Blue Chew, pop it. I get getting too hard, and I walk in to a knife fight. Okay? <laughs> you ever have a boner and you're almost embarrassed? I'm like, nah, dude. I'm 46. Anytime I got a boner, I do a tweet about it. <laughs> I tweet boners. I got rock hard boners, okay? And it's all thanks to you, my good friends at Blue Chew, dude. Are you still, do you do Blue Chew at all? Mm, I've only done it a couple of times. It's too much for me. Oh, it's too hard of a boner? Oh, yeah, it's too, too got, long. How old are you? Mm, 26. So you've got 26 year old boner on top of that, some Blue Chew boner? Yeah, exactly. I don't need that. Dude, your dick has to get so hard it has to like almost turn back at you angry. It's like flexing at yeah, me. That's your dick just holding. <laughs> do you guys want a dick that looks like your arm just flexing? Then go to Blue Chew, dude. Explore. It's awesome. Blue Chew is amazing. I, I literally eat them all the time. Dana has to hide them on me, but I'm like, nah. Let me have it. Let me live my magic. Do you guys like sex? Of course you do. Go to BlueChew.com. BlueChew offers men a performance enhancing for the bedroom. BlueChew.com. Get your first BlueChew with the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. It's for the ladies. Okay? BlueChew is pro-feminist because it's boners for the ladies. All right? It only takes a few minutes to to, uh, contact with BlueChew and they, boom, a physician hits you up. Bam, bam, bam. Okay, let me read this correctly. With Blue Chew, uh, affiliate physicians, and you will qualify for your prescribed online quickly. There we go. You just answer some stuff. They'll tell you if you're good to go, which it is. No in-person doctor visits. No awkward conversation. Hey, doc, I can't get it up. Nuh-uh, dude. Just hit some dots. Bam, bam, bam. Answer it correctly. You're good to go. I love it, dude. I'm trying to get them to, uh, to host uh, to uh Basically sponsored live shows. How great would it be if I could throw out Blue Chew and then I'm going to try to get Plan B and throw out Blue Chew and Plan B. Ooh. And you have a night of rock. So what more do you want? What get more weird. do you want? Nothing. So visit BlueChew.com and get your sh- first shipment free when you use the promo code TINFOIL. Just pay $5 shipping and BlueChew.com. That's B-L-U-E-Chew.com. C-H-E-W. I think we should spell chew more than blue, right? If you had to say which one's harder to spell, I say chew's harder. Yeah. Uh. Okay. I can't speak either. Chew it and do it, dude. <laughs> use a promo. Just use a promo code Tin foil. One word. Rock out. Guys, today's show I'm very excited about. Uh, this next guy's been on the show. This is his third time on the show. And each time 
You guys love it. First time he was on, he told us about how the Virgin Mary was was basically abducted by aliens, and they ran a intergalactic train on her, and that is how our Lord and Savior Jesus can walk on water and turn water into wine. He then came on and talked about, dude, he did the first emergency Epstein podcast before all the other emergency podcasts. We banged it out. We dropped the truth, and people loved it. And he's back again. He is the Christian whistleblower. Please welcome my good friend and yours. I love this guy to death. I can't have him on enough. Jeffrey Daughtry. How are you, buddy? I'm good, brother. But I got got bad news and I got good news. Let me give you the bad news first. Yeah. The bad news is that my butthole picture only got like 50,000 likes. Okay. (laughs) But the good news is that I don't even need Blue Chew. Just coming on this show gets me rock hard, bro. Oh, Oh, shit. Oh, Oh, shit. Oh, shit. (laughs) That's great to know. I get hard about some weird shit, too, dude. But I get harder with Blue Chew because I like to get hard at weird stuff like traffic lights and uh, Arby's and stuff like that. And Blue Chew makes it all possible. I get weird bonus. I'll get early and I'll go to bed, wake up, rock hard. And I'm like, this ain't I just yell out into the fucking ether. This isn't going to suck itself. <laughs> hey, I'm 56 years old. You're speaking my language. Dude, I get it, man. Some chick was talking about how like. Because Dave Chappelle did a joke about, um, oh, I don't want to give her a bit about, but she's talking about how 40-year-old dick ain't that great. I'm like, dude, we got all the cash, and thanks to Blue Chew, we got all the ass now, too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know always tell when you're Absolutely. doing good. Like, like, you're young still, so you could be a complete fuck-up, which you are, and you, <laughs> you can still get ass. It's just amazing. You have hope in your eyes. Girls love that. But when you hit about 35, it changes. And they they... Now they now you gotta be successful. They need shit. They, they, they need, need you to know have you. you got like when you're young, they'll be like, okay, I'll invest in. When you're older, it's like you gotta be starting making money and doing shit and be known for something. And then when you hit, you'll know it. Because girls like, hey, hey, hi, 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 hi. So that's my point. How old are you? What we'll be- we'll pussy's you have nine better? Nine more years of fucking off. What we'll pussy's better? What? What we'll pussy would be better? Each one's different, each different. one's special. Its own, its own okay. Thing. Dude, they're all great, dude. They're all great. There's no such, no thing, such thing, as thing as a pussy. bad one. Yeah, there's none, dog. It's just, you know what I'm saying? It's all good in the hood, dude. It's, all, it's like a Tool album. Even a bad Tool <laughs> album is a great album, right? I mean, the, this Tool album that came out, I wish there was a little more rock in it, but I'll take it. You still bump it. I still bump yeah, it, man, I've but I you. want some, like, I want stuff I want kicking the door, blazing 4-4, like going crazy, start a revolution. It's good. It's good. Jeffrey, tell us about your website. And tell us about your, uh, your, uh, your, your, your YouTube channel and your podcast. Yeah, the best place to find me is at the Christian Whistleblower on YouTube. I try to keep all of my heresy, all of my hate, all of my dissension in one place. So that's my YouTube channel right there. If you want to go to my website, it's right there in the bottom right-hand corner of the banner. And we're not going to be able to share pictures here, which I thought we were. I will, I will make a personal commitment to all the great tinfoil hat listeners that by the time they hear this, I'll get on that website, and I'll get an, an ebook up there that you can take advantage of that will have all of the photos that we will be describing here today. I love it, dude. Uh, the listeners are called the Mad Hatters. I like the Swarm, but they chose the Mad Hatters. Either way, we're in. So I was like, I always hear loyal to the foil. That's what I always get. People, hey, I'm loyal to the foil. I'm loyal to the foil. So those are the Mad it. Hatters that are loyal to it. the foil. Yeah, there's no Mad Hatters, but they show up like a swarm, dog. Like when I did the CW, they showed up, and without them... We'd just be talking to ourselves. Dude, so. I was in St. Louis. They showed up in St. Louis and represented. 
Yeah, dude. I mean, we're blessed, dude. It's a blessing that we get to talk what we believe in. It's the great. It's either the greatest time ever for conspiracies, or we're going to be a major letdown. I don't know, but it's something's coming at the end of the month. That's my opinion. I hate putting timetables because I said this before. Something big's about to happen. You know, the Epstein thing did happen, guys. You're right. Epstein did happen. That was a big moment. Woke up people for about eighteen hours, so they went back to <laughs> sleep. Okay, but. I think something's coming on. This Ukrainian stuff is hilarious. I like the Mockingbird people are just going nuts. Dude, the Biden didn't do anything. There's a there's a video of him at the CFR saying he pressured the Ukraine to fire this guy or else he would withhold their billions of dollars. I, I'm not... I get you don't like Trump. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. And there are reasons to hate him, okay? His 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 son-in-law is straight up international banking fucking asset in the White House. His daughter is pushing fucking minority report technology. And there's any he, he sells arms to the Yemen, I mean to uh, Saudi Arabia so they can commit, continue the genocide. And I'm sure there's some stuff one thing he's not done, the Ukraine shit. One thing he's not done is super pedophilia shit. You know, one thing he's not done is this Russian gate stuff. These are the facts. Okay? I, I get you hate the orange man. But it's he didn't do these things. These other things, they'll never call you on. You'll never hear Rachel Maddow going off on arms dealers to, to Saudi Arabia because her boss, who signed the checks... Okay, make money off those deals. That's why you don't hear about all this other stuff. Real shit that you can get people to get behind. This other stuff is made up. Back to, uh, I think we're living in interesting times, and I think it's very similar to what we're going to talk about today. Okay, Uh, I think right now we are seeing a giant movement to discredit liberalism. To make liberalism look like a bunch of fucking whack jobs. And you hear liberals are so stupid. It's not liberals, man. It's leftists, it's progressives, it's, uh, it's uh, social justice warriors. It's not liberalism, okay? And we saw the same thing in the, in the, in the 60s and the 70s, this, this boom of like uh, make love, not war, this movement of hippies and all this stuff. And what happens towards the end is what we're going to get into. And that's the Charles Manson murders. We've also also talked about the uh, the, the John J- Jonestown mur- uh, massacre. These happen all around the same time and gets people scared of liberalism. And what happens? The 80s, the coke, the greed, all that stuff starts coming in. Getting away from flower power into fucking there's not enough money. Fuck everybody out of a dollar. So I want to get into this, Jeffrey. I'm like, what do you want to talk about? He's like, how about this? You want to talk Manson murders? And everybody wants me to do a Manson show. So I'm like, hell yeah. I can't think of a better person to do with than you. Where do you want to start? Well, let's start, you know, at the beginning. I think you already gave us a a really good uh, entry into it. And one of the guys that was allegedly um, lost his life in the Manson murders was a guy named Jay Sebring. And he gives us a really nice quote to get us rolling. He said, you'll best benefit yourself by keeping an open mind and forgetting most of what you've learned in the past. And, you know, these guys, when they were involved with, with, you know, when they were, the Manson murders happened right there in y'all's backyard, you know, it was, they didn't have any historical perspective. Now we've got perspective on what happened. And as we look at this, we're going to see without a doubt 
that in this event there were disguised people. Most of them were actors, but it was a staged event that was not real, and it's been used to control our view of the world for decades. And like you said, Sam, it was was designed to take down the 60s, and really what we have was the Tate murders were a political massacre, one of the earliest American false flags, and I think that I can prove it. So what we've seen here is... um there was, a, you know, with this whole Ukrainian thing going on right now, someone put out this great, it wasn't a meme, but it's more of a tweet, and it says this, take off the revolutionary's mask, and it's the CIA. Take off the terrorist mask, and it's the uh, CIA. Take off the news newsman's mask, and it's the CIA. Take off the filmmaker's mask, and it's the CIA. Take off the whistleblower's mask, and it's the motherfucking CIA. I think that's Catelyn Jones, I believe is her name, who put that out. And it's just the truth. I mean, here we go with this, this, this. I mean, it's just, it makes you wonder what human beings would do without this dark arts people. How much aggression, how much war, how much murder, how much crime would be committed if there wasn't this dark arts group pushing this narrative so we beg them to save us you know we had hippie power i think one thing jeffrey that really scared the power that be was how this whole country came be behind ending the vietnam war and that was one of the last of the of the um uh draft where you could be drafted into the war that was a big deal and i i still this day i think that's why we don't have a draft because then people start paying attention and it scares the fuck out of them and what we had was this collective group going, no more war, no more oppression. And after that, you start seeing the systematic pulling money out of education, the movement of jobs out of the country. So everybody's got to, both parents got work. Neither of them can raise the kids the right way. And it's all that stuff. And you're saying this is all charade, this murder. What, where do you want to begin? Was it a, were the tapes a stage false flag, do you think? Absolutely, 100%. And what makes you say that? Well, I got about two hours worth of evidence, and we got about 40 minutes left to show. <laughs> go, d- dude, go go with what you want. Gotcha. I mean, what you have, you've set the stage really well, and you've got to remember you had badass Elvis starting you know, in the late 50s through the 60s, letting people know it was okay to not follow everybody's way, to be your own person and still be a decent guy. You had the Beatles out there saying you can feel good while you're doing it. You had the, the whole 60s come love each other, no war. Uh, you had the spiritual renewal going on. And then all of a sudden, like you said, it was getting out of control because people were really starting to question the dominant paradigms. For the first time, Sam and XG, this is the first time. It had been Ozzy and Harriet up until this point. Now people are starting to think. They're starting to ask questions. And then certain things started happening where they started clamping down. 1969, Ronald Reagan sends in six, uh, 800 police guards into a, a park of peaceful protesters. Uh, Ed Meese says, use whatever force is necessary. They attacked 6,000 unarmed protesters, fired live rounds, killed a person, blinded a person, injured hundreds of them. Reagan declares a state of emergency, sends in 2,700 more National Guards. Then he says, let's get it over with. If it takes a bloodbath, no more appeasement. Then Kent State happens. Then University of New Mexico happens. Then Jackson State College happens. And I'm asking and I'm suggesting that the bloodbath of the Tate-LaBianca murders 
was a pre-made false flag bloodbath that effectively brought an end to the 1960s and the feel-good culture that it uh, started and left us and led us to where we are today all these years later, just now beginning to wake up again. They stopped a renewal. They stopped a spiritual awakening. They stopped us getting our shit together and start loving each other instead of killing each other. And they put the kibosh on it and they put the brakes on it largely through these Manson murders. And back then, you know, we were pretty naive then. We believed the media. We believed the government. We, we didn't have do. all the technology we, we have. Do. They couldn't pull this off today. Their shit was so sloppy on their photoshopping and the things they left out and the messes they did. They couldn't have done it today, but they did it back then, and we're well, just now. And I don't know why we haven't figured it out until now, Sam. We have, but it's just there. The, here's a couple things I want to bring up. One is that Americans are good people. I know there's this whole demonization that we're dumb and we're stupid, but when you go around the country, they're good people, man. Americans are good people. They're loving people. And what happens is that you have this dark arts people who commit these false flags to get these good people to think they're gonna do good by stop stopping evil okay my question to you is jeffrey do you think that the cia starts something and it gets away from them i feel like that's the internet i feel like when we sit when we talk about the the hippie culture that the cia was way behind that the counterculture from the art they sponsored from the drugs they pushed and then at some point it gets away from them they use this to control the masses and then really smart intelligent people come through and take it to a different direction and you see that with the internet in my opinion the internet is very much this CIA created device that I feel like young smart dudes who probably couldn't get laid right started spending time figuring out how to make this thing cool so they can make a dollar and bang a chick okay and it just got away from them and like now you know I see all these amazing conspiracy podcasts popping up and I love it I love all of them I want to have all of them on my show so everyone can learn about them and we can spread because they can't get all of us they can't kill all of us off. They can't censor the whole thing because the facade of freedom of choice is the only thing that keeps the thing humming. Because when that moment comes, we're like, whoa, dude, we don't have freedom of choice, which I think we're, we're getting limited more and more and more and more. And, you know, Tiki Talk or whatever that's called. What's that called there? Toki Tiki Tuka? TikTok. TikTok, little... right? Thank you. I should have gone to you, your youth. Now they're censoring a pro... LBGTW, uh, the W's for weird. That's where I fall under. Weird, okay. Um, LBGDQ, weird, weird. Um, they're censoring that content. And I always told those, these social justice warrior people, man, watch when you do censorship, dude, because censorship used to be from the religious right. And it used to be about religion and censoring. Now it's gotten to uh, freedom of expression and it's eventually going to come back down and you're back around and you're going to see fucking them starting to censor LBGDQW shit, you know? And it's just crazy. Do you think that hippie culture got away from the deep state and the CIA. Well, you know, you mentioned Ivanka and this minority report, precog type stuff, but you, Sam Tripoli, have like uh, conspiracy precog because you're going right through my slides without me even having to do it. <laughs> Hoover and Nixon. Nixon came in in 69. Hoover was still director of the FBI. They started multiple programs to misdirect, discredit, and otherwise neutralize the anti-war movement, the free love movement, 
and the self-thought movement and renewal of spirituality, anti-war movements, uh, the, the malcontents, the hippies, all protesters, and they were dealt this crushing blow by the Tate murders. And, you know, it was – there's a, an author named uh, Joan Didion, and she said that many people I know in L.A. believe the 60s ended abruptly on August 9th, 1969, the exact moment when the murders traveled like bushfire throughout the community. And this applied not only to L.A. but to the entire United States. I think, Sam and XG, it was a time where we had a chance to really get a lot of good done uh, spiritually, a lot of good done uh, with with brotherhood and love, a lot of good done in, in coming out and breaking governmental structures. And they saw it, and we almost it almost got away from them, and they clamped it down again. And my hope is with guys like you, and I just did a, a show with Chris Jericho, a guy that's also awake. We are, and you know, Rogan and all of you guys, we're, I think we're at a crucial point again where we're starting to break through. And I think that's where your, your idea of something's going to happen. They almost have to do something, Sam and XG, because we are coming again. We're, it's 1969 all over again in the spiritual, in the conspiratorial, in the wake-up world. And we're not coming, we're not, we're not stopping, and there's way too many of us, Sam. So they may try, but I think that the, they can't get this genie back in the bottle. There's so, too much blue chew in our veins. We can't be stopped. We're rock hard for freedom, dog. Never forget that. We are rock hard for freedom and spirituality. We are rock hard spiritual skeptics, okay? Absolutely. Uh, so, um... Who are the people? Who do, do you do you have? Do you know who's exactly involved with the Tate murders? Who is everybody involved? It's a long, long list. But the funny thing about it is that every single one of them was an actor. Every single one of them was an actor. From Sharon Tate's, I mean, let's just start there. Sharon Tate was an actress. Her career started in '65. Her first movie was called Eye of the Devil. A movie about devil worship and sacrificial murders. She played a witch. She had also just played in a movie called Fearless Vampire Killers. Then she played a slut in the Valley of the Dolls. One who has an abortion becomes a soft porn porn actress and then kills herself. Oh. Then she was in Rosemary's Baby. Interesting. All these movies are about blood, babies, death. Uh, maybe with the the uh, Manson murders, they were just continuing a trend there. Roman Polanski, her husband. He had just done The Fearless Vampire Killers and Rosemary's Baby. He was one of the leads in, the, in, the, in that, that first movie. And if the FBI had been looking for somebody to uh, produce a movie like The Manson Murders, he could, there was the best guy in the world. And he had just done a movie. Well, he did a movie in 63 called The Best Swindles in the World. And I'm telling you, this was one of the best swindles in the world. But every single person involved was an actor. Tate was involved. Uh, Jay Sebring, people know him for haircutting. He was an, also an actor. He'd been in Batman. He'd been in a movie. And there's a weird connection between Jay Sebring, which goes back to Elvis and goes back to Paul McCartney. They, they were all involved in being taken down in this. Uh, the other guy that got killed, Frakowski, I think his name was, he was also an actor. He was in the film business. Charles Manson's family lived on a freaking movie set. <laughs> and here's an interesting thing. Quincy Jones 
was supposed to be there and miraculously didn't show up that day, who later goes on to have an incredible career in the music industry. Where have we seen this before? 9-11, Mark Wahlberg, Seth MacFarlane were supposed to be on flights and somehow just didn't make it. We're so lucky. They were supposed to be on the flights and then everything they've ever wanted to do in Hollywood ends up happening. Jay Sebring, who got killed allegedly, was uh, there's great evidence he was in he was in the Navy for four years. Looks like he was in naval intelligence. Sharon Tate's dad was a full bird colonel in naval intelligence. Worked for the CIA. Worked for Project Gladio. Worked for Project Chaos. Uh, <laughs> Dude, it just get there's more and more like that. More and more down the road. Dennis Hopper. Gets involved. It looks like he was feeding information from the police to the press. Yeah, um, dude. He- it is just insane to me. The more and more, like, the, the, the hardest part about this show is just having to kill off so many heroes. And by the way, Dennis Hopper's dad was, wait for it, intelligence. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And what about, you know, like Woody Harrelson's dad was a freaking assassin who happened to be in Dallas that day and was one of the hobos. And he's amazingly has a career. It's unbelievable. And to by me. the way, Sam, Jay Sebring was also president of a record company. Oh, my God. It's all, they're all connected here. And then you have Tex Watson, right? And wasn't he, um, Tex Watson was part of the murders. I, I, there was supposedly he some... was part of the murderers. Yeah. And if you look at these guys, look at their pictures. They all look like they came from Central Casting. It's the most beautiful, sexy, young. They all look like XG. None of them need blue chew. <laughs> they're like young. They're virile. They're, vi- they're, they're potent. It's the best looking murderers and terrorists you've ever seen in your life. Oh, my God. It's, oh, my God. Followers... Lived on a movie set. There was multiple admitted intelligence agencies involved. Now, the FBI supposedly is sitting outside, and when the murders go down, and they're not even, like, helping to stop it. We've seen this before. The Fort Hood shootings. The the family of the Fort Hood shooter is suing the FBI because they sat there and watched this go down. How many, like I get in fights with everybody uh, in Hollywood and all my friends, and they are my friends and even though we don't agree with each other, they are they are still my friends. That I get in, in fights with everybody about these, these uh, shooters that do these mass shootings and how every single one of them has a connection to the CIA or the FBI. Every one of them. Or they're involved in some weird, like, youth program that involves medication and all this stuff. And it just, it's unbelievable, every connection. And then you have Roman Polanski, who is straight up involved in the world of pedophilia. I mean, like, I mean, we got Quentin Tarantino defending this guy. Like, really? You're defending this? He went had a, a he went to a, 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 a Jack Nicholson's house, okay? And if we know anything about Crazy Days and Nights, we know when they name the, the who they're talking about, that means they have concrete evidence that they did it. And what do they say about Roman Polanski? Who pays his legal bills? Robert De Niro. Because Robert De Niro told him to go to Jack Nicholson's house to fuck around with that girl. 
dude. And the only one that wasn't an actor or actress allegedly. that was uh, killed allegedly was Abigail Folgers, the Folgers coffee lady. And she was funneling money to Manson, gave Manson tens of thousands of dollars, met him at the house of Mama what? Cass Elliott. And uh, Folger was giving big time money to um, many of film companies that were getting started, uh, 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 theaters and acting places. So she was also knee deep in it. But I mean, it, it's the stuff is ridiculous. Manson's a loser. Manson's a drifter. Nobody knows who Manson is. And then the 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 one of the most famous defense attorneys in the country bails Manson out of jail. It's like F. Lee Bailey picking up a crack whore. What the <laughs> hell's going on, man? <laughs> Charles Manson's lawyer had never been in a courtroom before the trial. Never. That but is... it wasn't set up. Not at all. So, so how, how, see, and you know what worse? See. Listen to this. We see Patsy. Charles Manson's parole officer. Right, you know what par- what parole officers do, right? Yeah. They're parole officers. Yeah, I've... all of a sudden, a year later, he's an MD starting a halfway house for drug addicts. That guess who just happened to move in? Charles Manson. What? Come on, man. Really? It's all documented. See, dude. See, here's the thing, man. What we see with these guys, uh, and you know, we'll we'll go back to once again. I hate bringing it up, but pedophilia, right? So, why do these YouTube videos not get taken down? I know I've said this before, but it's like why they let them up when it's like this weird kind of corporate pedophilia? Because they like to know who's commenting, and they follow who's Ooh. commenting, and they just study you. They study. I mean. Uh, the powers that be have all your information on your on your computer, and they start following you what you are. And now, when they think they can get you, they set you up, and they start planting you. We saw it with uh, who's who they say shot JFK, Aaron. Real quick, I'm blanking. Uh, Lee Harvey uh, Sirhan, Oswald. Sirhan, right? <laughs> Lee Harvey. Oh, no, Oswald. Lee, Har- Lee Harvey Oswald. Lee Harvey Oswald. Right? They were pl- they they start setting up these stories so that this whole thing. So when eventually goes off, they have oh they have all these witnesses stuff. My whole opinion right now, after studying nine eleven, is that the whole story about Saudis funding it is a smokescreen. That's just there to add layers to the deception. I believe that there was no hijacked plane. That the plane took off, went down, and they put a drone and they smashed drones into the building. That is my honest belief. And the movement of these hijackers through the country is just the established story. So that's yep. what they do with this guy, Charles Manson. They're studying who falls in, who would fall in to this great Patsy, right? You know, Sam, I think what they were doing, and this just hit me, is if we, if we look at all these things that happen with the – Manson murders. They they did all of these things. They were successful, and now even now to 2019, we see pieces of everything that they tried and tested at the Manson murders, and it worked. So they've been using it over and over and over, right down until now, until the Christian whistleblower and the Tinfoil Hat podcast starts calling bullshit on them. <laughs> I love you, dude. I love your passion. But it's true. It's true. It is true. It's like. It's, They've it's, got Tate, her dad, dressing up. He's a full bird colonel in military intelligence, and they've got pictures of him dressed up as a hippie trying to infiltrate the peace movement. Yeah, and it's, it, it, and it's, dude, I mean, you look at the doors 
with Jim Morrison, his dad, full on involved in the Gulf of Tonkin. Now, if we want to go, his re- dad was the full bird, uh, the the uh, full admiral in charge of the fleet in the Gulf of Tonkin. Yeah, and the, uh, for the attack that never really happened. And then, well, dude, but it started the Vietnam War. So, what do we say on this show? There's not a bunch of conspiracies. There's one big conspiracy. And if um, listen, I don't know what you believe. Some think we live in a simulation. Some think we live on a flat Earth. Some think we have Anunnaki. Now, if you believe the Anunnaki thing, they created the, you know, the Sumerians and then they create a, a ruling class. And the problem with the ruling class is they're not at all creative. So what do we start seeing over and over and over again? The repeating of the same plants because they're not creative at all. So if you look Especially at. Especially if it worked once. Yeah, if you look at Operation Northwood and then compare it to 9 11, it's pretty much the same story. It's the same exact story. They're Sam, not. What the- would you do if I told you that in 1968, on the front page of the Stars and Stripes, which is the U.S. military official uh, newspaper over in Europe, guess who was on the front page riding a missile, dressed in a cute little cowboy hat, and looking like a smoke? Uh, what do you call it? A smoke show? Smoke show. Sharon Tate. <sighs> you can't make this shit up, bro. You cannot make this shit up. The Manson family lived at Spawn's Movie Ranch. Check this out. They lived at the Spawn's Movie Ranch for rent-free, and this guy had been offered millions of dollars by a a company that was acquiring all the land. He says, no, I'm not going to sell. But Manson was living there for free. And, oh, by the way, shortly after the murders, guess what, Sam? It was a tragedy. The Movie Ranch burned to the ground, so there's no way to go there and get any forensic evidence. Man, amazing! It's the, amazing uh, coincidence that, how that the took place. Go- and check this out: in 1969, uh, one of the Manson girls was arrested and placed in juvenile hall. Got released in the custody of Spawn, the guy who owned the movie ranch, who was 80 and blind, even though both of her her parents were still alive. Oh my God. So tell me about the. I know you were going to send us a bunch of pictures and we just aren't able to show them right now. And I'm sorry about that. But what yep. were some of the pictures that you thought? Because, like, when we look at like the old nuclear bomb tests, right? When they're like, oh, dude, they tested the bomb and look at the bomb and its effects it has. Those are so obviously, and I can hear Aaron getting, getting his butthole getting tight. Those are so obviously little models. That's not real. That's not a real bomb going off, and those are a real house being destroyed. Like, like, why is the house being destroyed, but the camera perfectly steady? Like, are you blowing the shit out of this thing, and the camera just, what is it? Technology's allowed it to be nuclear bomb safe? I mean, like, dude, it's so obvious these are little tiny models. That they're doing Sam, I got no problem believing that because it worked the same way as who took the picture of the limb leaving the moon. <laughs> that, that's what I'm saying, dude. It's like nobody asks these questions. You're like, okay, we got somebody landing here. Somebody get off. Who's taking that picture of the first guy getting off the, the fucking spacecraft? Yeah, he's the first guy walking off the spacecraft, except for the photographer. Yeah, like, what are we talking about? Oh, Aaron is going to get Is that Aaron. guy still there? They left his ass there. He was there before they got there. <laughs> he was there when they left. Maybe they, he's still there. It's like Maybe? Bruce Willis in that one movie. They left him leaning up against a boulder, and there he is. <laughs> so, like, I mean, like, we've seen, like, 
I mean, with the like the Vegas shooting and those crime scenes, those those crime scene pictures make no sense. They make no sense. Like the guy shot himself in the head, and yet none of it. Where do they say they shot him? Is it in, in his chest or in his head? I'm not sure. But they say he shot himself in the head, but miraculously, these bullets for the rifle are on top of blood in pristine condition. Yeah. And, and dude, he supposedly shot the rifle before he shot himself in the head. I'm confused. And his head is intact. I mean, like, doesn't the head explode when it's hit by, by a gun? A rifle? Well, Sam, the pictures that the folks will see if they want to go to the Christian Whistleblower YouTube, click on my uh, my. Uh, oh, are they website. there, dude? Because we can look at them. Um, Let's go look we'll, at uh, We'll show. I'll get. I don't have it up there yet. I'll get it up there uh, tonight. Okay. But the pictures you're going to see is you're going to see that every one of these people that were involved in this so-called murder, they look like actors. They look like actresses. If you go in and you look at some of the 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 scenes in the actual courtroom, I swear it looks like the set of Star Trek. They're beautifully positioned. They're 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 wearing the greatest clothes. They're singing songs. And I'm looking at the lady that's supposedly the the guard. You know, I've been in the military for seven years. I have people that still work in the in the corrections institution. And this lady, this guard is wearing a beautiful wig. She's got a looks like a, a three carat diamond ring on her left hand. Her her she's got a perfectly uh, form fitting uh, guard outfit. The star is on the left hand side, which is wrong. The next picture, the star is on the right hand side. They weren't even real guards. They weren't even real corrections officers. It was a total setup from the beginning. In the trial, in the trial, Charles Manson holds up a newspaper, the LA Times, that says Nixon declares Manson guilty. In the trial. The whole jury sees it. Everybody sees it. No mistrial. <laughs> it's just crazy, dude. It's just crazy. And, you know, that was very early. Like, we were very naive when this was going on. I, I wasn't born yet, but the, the nation was very naive. We didn't believe it. We still believe that, uh, uh, we still believe that uh, JFK was shot. Uh, you know, by a lone gunman, you know, and we didn't know anything about false flat. Uh, I mean, crisis actors, you know, it's and just- do you know that Manson's attorney didn't call one single witness? He had never been in a courtroom before Sam and XG. Can you imagine the most prolific so-called serial killer, the most dangerous guy we've ever had? And he gets a lawyer that never had stepped foot in a courtroom before you can't make this up it was a total setup there's no way that it was real it was it was a complete and they've got pictures of manson in 1969 riding around in a red ferrari charles manson in a red ferrari with some chick with a big uh, uh red scarf guess who owned a red ferrari in 1969 who sharon tate oh my god and oh it was God. found in a body shop shortly after the murders. Uh, it looks like for, experts now say it was Abigail Folger in Sharon Tate's Ferrari with Charlie Manson, ladies and gentlemen. It's like, oh, my God, dude. Oh, my God. 
And let's talk about some of those pictures. You look if you when you go and see these pictures, and I'll, I'll make sure that anybody that wants them can get a hold of them. You look at the the house, and the first picture is Roman Polanski laying on what it says is Sharon Tate's bed. Sam, have you ever been into a, a crack house? Uh, I I I plead the fifth on that. Okay, well, you know, in a crack house, you expect to see a bed that has no headboard, that's got just a plain metal frame that's kind of slumped on one side has that cheap ass you know uh neoprene kind of blanket on it that's what we're looking at in the house supposedly of one of the most famous actresses and one of the most famous uh, uh movie producers of all time that's their house their living room you know i used to live in a trailer i'll be the first one to admit it but this looks like it was in a shitty trailer the furniture is wrecked the carpet is a mess and they're, it's so stupid. They just think we're dumb. The carpet stops about six inches from the wall, Sam. The carpet doesn't even go all the way to the wall. Even in my trailer, my carpet went all the way to the wall, brother. But what they did is they gutted the real house, put in all this shitty stuff so they could get it all covered with blood. It was there for the uh, the murders only. If they show, You show the house before the murders, beautiful house, perfect house, great furniture. At the murders, it's a fucking trailer park extraordinaire and they didn't want to mess up the good stuff it's plain as day and here's another thing that if we if we know anything you listen to Oli Demigard he talks about in these false flags that they love to leave clues to let everybody know that it's a false flag and I also believe in some that Eddie Bravo says is that they purposely put stuff up to get us all to fight with each other yeah. You know, you know, during the Parkland shooting, why is a teacher go on ABC saying she saw a cop in all metal in all armor shooting kids? Like, wh- how does that make network television after the editing? How does that happen? Well, because this stuff gets out. The these are things that they do to let us know, and and in particular, other people they're working with that these are false flags. That these are the this is an actual. Uh, inside job. You know, it's kind of like when somebody is murdered by hanging, sitting down with a red scarf around their neck. That is a yep. sign to the cops, do not investigate. And I got to tell you, the hanging out with you guys in St. Louis for that evening was one of the most fun that I've had in a long time. Talking with Eddie, talking with you, talking conspiracy. I think Jeffrey Wilson was there. And when you look at the crime scene photos, there's there's... It's so it, it it it's almost sad. You've got they showed up supposedly twelve hours later when rigor mortis would have already totally set in. You see Sharon Tate in about four or five different poses. If you're rigor mortis, that means you're rigor mortis. You can't move. Yeah. She's in four or five different poses. It looks like she's got a smile on her face. They've got a handkerchief over Jay Sebring's face because he wasn't a good enough actor not to keep a straight face in all of this. <laughs> so They've her got face is out. On some plate. Her face is shown. His face is not. Her face is shown. His face has a, a handkerchief over it. There's matchbooks that are there in one photo, not there in the other photo. Rope is one way in one photo. Rope is another way in another photo. Cuts in one place. Cuts not in another place. You know, the, the idea was that they cut the baby out of her. Her stomach is perfectly I- intact. Uh, the, the photos at the, at the coroner's, they're not Sharon Tate. They pasted her head on top of Sharon Tate's body. It's there's no way 
and if this would happen today, it would be blown apart in five minutes. But it, it didn't happen today. It happened in 1969. It worked then, and they've been using pieces of it and all of these false flags, and they'll keep using it until we call bullshit on it and let people know so we know what to look for next time they try to pull this kind of shit off on us. Let me ask you something, man. Uh, some people are going to be like, oh, dude, you're crazy to say all this stuff. I mean, like, I'm open-minded to everything. I, I like to hear it all. Here's something you're telling me that I find, I, I, I this is mind-blowing to me, and I'm open-minded to it all. You don't think Charles Manson ever went to jail, or your research says it's possible. And, and let me throw this out, too, before I forget. If you look out of uh, Sharon Tate's house across the valley on the on the mountain right across from her is a place called Lookout Mountain Air Force Station. They did visual effects work in movies there. They did more movies from that place than all of the major Hollywood studios combined in the 60s. Oh, by the way. Say that again. Well, they did more movies at this place right there by Sharon Tate's house. More visual effects work than all of the Hollywood movie studios combined. It was run by the CIA, Project oh Gladio. Oh, my God. Oh, my Project God. Project Chaos, yep. Dude, do you right think, across from the, the Tate house. Who do you think so comes you up with better Charles names? Manson go to jail. Okay. Who do you think comes up with better names, Jeffrey? Uh, the CIA for their operations or strippers? <laughs> oh, that's a tough one because, I mean, you got – Project Gladio. Yeah, I mean, you got Midnight Climax. You got Northwell. I mean, like, strippers are running out of shit. Like, all the new cars are shitty names, right? Like, you can't be a stripper named uh, Tesla. Like, Tesla, Hybrid. Prius. Pri- above the stage, Prius. <laughs> it's just, it's, I'm going to give the nod to the government. I think they come up with better names. Shout out to the people. Yeah, they do. They do. They got more people. So did Charlie Manson go to jail? Well, I don't know, but I'm looking at a picture right now of Charlie Manson on June 16th of 2011. Super long hair, great big Santa Claus beard. Only problem with that is California prisons required your beards to only be trimmed to a half an inch. And in 1998, beards were outlawed in the California state prisons. But yet, here's Charlie Manson in 2011 looking like... Santa Claus. Hold on. You're telling me you cannot have a beard in California prisons. What does your family say about that? I don't know. I, <laughs> do you? None of us have that many have beards. Have a not. beard it's like, in California? Can you? I don't know. But he does have beards right here in all yeah. his pictures every time he's well, in Well, this says in 1998 they were disallowed in California state prisons. Really, dude? Inmates not allowed to keep beards in California prison. Holy shit! See, that's what I love about Sam Tripoli. He does the fact check on air, folks. And what happened? Jeffrey Dory, the Christian whistleblower, was right. Dude, hey, I'm on your side. I just can't I believe that. I know you that. are. That's why we do what we do, Uh-oh, and that's why we're on. fearless. Hold we're on. bringing this shit out for everybody to see, and we don't want mind being fact checked because it's true. Well, well, hold on. I got to read this. Inmates now allowed to keep beards in California prisons. Let's see. The state of California lawmark is she. Oh, for Shiites, uh, Baba California agreed to allow all. I think it might have changed, dude. To everybody, right? Yeah. Previously, what 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 picture was? When was that? This was June twenty eleven. Yeah, in twenty eleven. But I don't know. Fuck. It's like for Shiites, I don't, and it says all. Fuck. 
Says all prisoners. Fuck. And here's another one you can you can Google when we get a chance. Level one prisoners are supposedly not allowed to talk to anyone except their attorneys, clergy, or law enforcement. This is a common rule in all prisons across the country. Except how many TV interviews did Charles Manson do with Geraldo and everybody else? Let's see. Uh, press in Cali. He's married, isn't he? No, he was. That chick was nuts. She's kind of hot. She's hot as fuck. You she know was what? She a hot in a creepy kind of way. She was she? hot. She, I bet she's a murderer in bed, literally. Because <laughs> do you know why she wanted to marry him? Because when he died, she wanted to claim his body. Just for oh, that. Oh, jeez. Right? What? How crazy is that? How crazy is that? I mean, but and Jeffrey. I'm looking at this picture here of Charlie Manson doing his best, I guess, 1970s Elvis impersonation. Hair super long, beard super big, great big huge sunglasses, four or five gold chains, and a little um, a little uh, uh, Chris Cuomo Guido um, Fredo ring on his pinky in jail. I don't know, dude. Unbelievable. So, do you think the women all went to jail? <sighs> it's hard to say, Sam, because you have. A uh, lot of discrepancies about whether these people were in jail or not. If they did go to jail, they didn't go to jail, jail. They were in and out, in and out. Of course, even Hinckley's in and out. If I had to, if I got pushed into a corner, I would doubt if, if any of them uh, went into jail. Maybe they were in, you know, protective custody, nice houses. Certainly better than the, the trashy condition of the Tate house the, night, the day of the murder. Well, it is my opinion, brother. Well, I mean, here's the thing about this, right? A lot of what you brought up about all prisons. There are pictures of Charlie Manson before 2011 with with beards on in prison. So before the 2011 time. There's one right there. It has like a little timeline. Yeah. It said half an inch was the the rule until 98. And then 98, they said no beards. Yeah. And I mean, if you look at those pictures... I do mean, those all look like the same dude to you? I'm just saying. Uh, dude, oh, I could hear Aaron <laughs> grunting. <laughs> oh, man. But, like, look at this picture. Like, that one's obviously before that. I mean, like, dude, there's so many pictures of him with a beard before the time you said that. Oh, this is Charles Manson's grandson granted temporary custody of killers. Possess- oh, dude. Imagine if that was your grandpa. You're like, listen to my dad, my grandpa. It's crazy, dude. I wouldn't doubt it. Would you it. like that or hate that, Sam, if if, Sam, if uh, Charles Manson was your grandfather? I would probably hate it. I would hate yeah, it. Yeah, but you could leverage that. You could really leverage that. Into a better podcast, more bigger numbers. Yeah, look how hot Heck, yeah, that would, is. you could get your audience up and everything. The grandson of Charles Manson appearing live. Well, you know, I'm trying to get on uh, L. Ron Hubbard's kid because he's got a uh, – he's got a – He's like big in San Francisco, part of the what's left of their counterculture, and uh, he rips on Scientology. If you ever want to talk Scientology, I'm your boy. I know a lot about Scientology. Yeah, I want to get the Smash Brothers on because they have a there's a giant facility 
uh, near where they live, and supposedly, allegedly, like some really shady shit goes on there. And I think it all comes back that L. Ron Hubbard was a part of the facade that is NASA and the money grab. And that's why they're allowed to do whatever they want to do, man. Because they uh, well, he was super tight with Jack Parsons, who started JPL, which was the beginning of NASA. Yep, I couldn't agree more, dude. I could not. Let me give you my one last personal conspiracy theory with the Manson right, murders. I haven't heard anyone else bring this out. You remember the famous thing where there's the door is there and it's got pig written on it in blood. Yeah, and that was supposedly a, a slap at the police. Yeah. What if this? written in blood this word pig i'll bet you if you test that blood it's pig blood and that's them showing us this is all a fake this is all a farce this is pig blood i i honestly totally believe that i totally 100 percent believe that dude i i think dude they do this stuff all the time i mean now i mean we take a look at like all the stuff that went down on 9-11 and how even then, 20 years ago, which 9-11, it's 2001. That's not yep. like the 1800s or medieval times, okay? Sam, I think you're right, except I think they were holographic planes. I don't even think they were real planes. Damn, you even went harder Damn. on that one. I think, they're hol- I think they were holographic planes. Oh, man, this uh, this uh, thoughts Aaron's going to be great. <laughs> I mean, I, dude, I'm open-minded, too. I, I, dude, anything is possible. I mean, if we know... That the government's technology is so far ahead of us. Yeah. You know, it's possible. Direct energy weapons. I mean, like, I couldn't get the I couldn't get the guys, Richard K- Gage, to say direct energy weapons. He wouldn't say it because uh, he said they tested it. But, like, that, all that building evaporated, dude. Where is Yeah, I mean, just gone. I mean, was it, is it Dr. Judy... Is her name Woodard or Woodruff? She yeah. calls it dustification. Dude, I can hear right now Ryan, what's his face, going nuts right oh. now. <laughs> Dawson? Yeah, Ryan guys, Dawson. One thing's for sure, Sam Tripoli. One thing's for sure, XG. What we know for sure isn't true is what they're telling us is true. Yeah, I mean, like, that's the whole thing with, like, flat earth, right? Like, I am not a flat earth guy at this moment. I'm a simulation guy, an Anunnaki guy. I'm trying to figure out how those two things work together, right? Um, I'm not. But, you know, if you go through all the lies, that's that's a giant lie. Everybody you don't trust is telling you it's this, this, and this. You know, it's just, I'm, I'm just telling you, man. It's just like, if you know you can't trust anybody. Like, this whole thing right now, they're telling us with like, we're going to Iran. It's like, are we? I mean, I keep hearing, like, oh, there's a big a buildup. We're going to Iran. Are we? What happened? Like, what is going Like, how do we know what's real? Oh, there's 8 billion people on the planet. Is there? I don't know. I really don't know. We literally take it from people we know have been lying to us forever. They don't know how many people are in L.A. Yeah, right? Yep. You know, guys, if we can... You know, I mean, look at the moon. Did we go to the moon? And that's, you know, Eddie Bravo says, before they even talk about flat earth, talk about did we go to the moon. If you look at did we go to the moon, if we went to the moon, it wasn't what they showed us going to the moon. And if they would lie to us about going to the freaking moon. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean, I'm right with you, dude. I think about that all the time. 
And they got away with all of this shit back in 1969. Nobody was killed. Nobody was murdered. It was all staged. They tried out all of these techniques. They tried out all of these uh, 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 different ways to do things and to show things and to hide things. And they worked so well that they've been using them since 1969 to 2019. But because of the Tinfoil Hat podcast, the Christian Whistleblower, XG, Sam, the rest of us, this shit stops here, bros. It stops here. I do. Okay, it's time for everybody's favorite segment that we haven't used forever. Brought to you by Bluetooth. Go to Bluetooth.com. Use the promo code TINHAT, right? Tin foil, excuse me, and get them boner pills. Here we go. Everyone's favorite. Here we go. Yes, everybody. There we go. Aaron. Aaron. Don't be an idiot. A-A-Ron. Well, you better be sick, dead, or mute, A-A-Ron. You done messed up, A-A-Ron. You filthy animal. Aaron thoughts. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Give it to me, Aaron. Give it to me. Uh, uh, I just, I can't even. Uh, yes. Manson was in prison. Uh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you want me to say here. Guys. Okay. I just, Dude, I think you won on this one, Jeffrey, because sure. he's speechless. Hey, all hey my I know, work here is done. Jeffrey, all I know is they tell us El Chapo, all these people are in these super max that no one's going to see all the time, and they're 23 hours a day. They're all by themselves. They get no visitors. It's like, that's pretty convenient, man. That's pretty convenient all these people are part of these crazy facades what a great way to stash people away and every once in a while they gotta show up and be like oh i'm in prison i hate my life you know and then then they just go off the back to the bahamas wherever they're banging third world strange right dude one more time tell us where we can find all your stuff jeffrey just go to youtube type in the christian whistleblower you'll get all you can ever stand of jeffrey darty right there Jeffrey, you are a man, you are a myth, you are a legend. I appreciate you coming on. We need to do this again. You need to get me on your sports show so we can talk sports because the uh, NFL season is insane this year. You're the best, buddy. I appreciate you. Hopefully, you and I will gig together very soon. Absolutely, my friend. XG, love you, bro. You're the best, dude. Anytime, all the time, Jeffrey. You have an open door, my friend. Aaron, you wake up, everybody. Take care. We love you. See you in New York. It's this Friday. Bye.